Welcome the indie rock band known as Silas Firmoy to the stage of the Phoenix Theater. This is a project that was started in New York several years ago and is now based in the Bay Area. Front person Joshua Mash has put a lot of himself into this music, and we're excited to get to know him through the songs as well as the rest of the band. And later, they will play a set of music. Please welcome to the program the band known as Silas Firmoy. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having us. I think we should start with the album that is not out yet. Uh, which I believe you play some songs from this album tonight on our show. Yeah, correct? yeah, I think uh, pretty much all of the songs yeah. tonight were from. Yeah, yeah apart from "Did You Lose My Number?" Yeah, let's go into it. Uh, this is an album about a subject that you've never directly written about before. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the subject. Let's talk about why now. Um, where uh, I I just got done with a breakup that uh, was it was pretty much pretty much started the moment me and this person got together honestly um (laughs) uh i mean it was an incredible actually an incredibly positive experience and and me and this person are still best friends and it was great um but it it took a long time to figure out that uh it wasn't working out in the best way and um it took a long time to get out of it while being being sure the love would stay there and I didn't want to get out of that relationship until I knew that we would stay really, really close afterwards. And so that meant um, taking taking a, a big leap and, and moving across country together even though I knew that that journey would be uh, a strange one. And, you know, the moment we hit the road from New York across to California, uh, the the kind of the everything set in that this wasn't going to work. And I actually didn't know until that, that ride across, across the country. So a lot of these songs are about that ride and about getting here and, and realizing that. And like, as you know, I said, I told you in the email, blue moon specifically is a, as a song that's the most dancey number of, of this EP. And that's because it's not really a sad song, even though it talks about waking up with the realization that we just had, a beautiful night over a bottle of red wine that we probably won't see again for another blue moon. That whole song was literally written after a night like that, where I woke up, looked over, my partner was asleep. I realized, well, I'm I'm going to be dealing with the same stuff the moment she wakes up again sober. But we had a great night last night, and I sat down at the keys and started playing that melody and sent it to Phil, and he immediately started writing to it, and the lyrics just came more freely than any lyrics, any lyric I've ever written before, and I was always trying to write uh, fictionally about somebody else's issues, some uh, trying to metaphorically speak about a love situation or something like that, because I felt it was a little too, a little too uh, straightforward or maybe stale to write about love or a breakup in that way, and um, that was the first time, and the CP is the first time that I've been that honest with it um so so josh how do you deal with that you've you've written pretty much most of this album about that breakup is that correct yes yes and um you're still in touch with this girl oh yeah yeah Um, have you played the music for her yet yeah she loves it she loves it yeah she's a poet and she's an amazing artist and um so she made sure that i sent her all the lyrics and 
you know after every every time i wrote one of these songs even if it was painful to listen to and it it would be i would be able to show her the song and it was a learning process it yeah. wasn't a thing of like really wrote that it was it was a very adult uh process to to hear that stuff and you know i think it was it was for me too because this relationship uh, it wasn't just one-sided i got told a lot about myself that i had to accept now is that a thing and i can cut this part out is that a thing that you sharing that on here do you think that would make this person uncomfortable uh no no, no. absolutely not yeah no i mean there's there's complete honesty this there is and a person who values transparency well beyond that this is a, an artist and she's an you know she's an incredible artist in her own right she she writes amazing poetry and, and amazing uh amazing fantasy and um that is that was one of the main issues with everything is that she kind of lived in her own world and i was envious of that because i had to deal with the real world in new york quite a bit while she was able to retract into her own world and not enough to write you know pages and pages of books whereas you know if i could if i could get out of this real world enough to do that i could be 10 albums deep by now you know so with that dynamic you probably became then the person who kind of dealt with the real world stuff a little bit and then that can kind of be a dynamic that's a problem well that's what the song i'll paint your room is about it's about me having to deal with the real world situations while she stayed in her own the chorus is i'll paint your room uh i'll paint your room i'll i'll something your curtains too i'll keep the light from you i'll let you know what and why why it all fall, falls down and burns. It ain't your term, but that don't mean that it's over for you. So that was a, that's a whole song about me kind of having to deal with the real world while she stayed in the fantasy world. Oh, not to go into the specifics of Blue Moon unless you want to, but um, no, any, anything. she had to deal with some things uh, inside of her that were a problem. You know, she, yeah, yeah, there yeah. was some darkness inside of her. And and uh, you talk about how that night where you, for example, you guys have some wine, you're having a good time. Mm-hmm. Everything seems nice. Yeah. And yeah. that's just kind of a temporary lull until things are back to normal. Exactly. And, and so both the, the painting of the room song and also Blue Moon. There's this dynamic that I think that people who haven't experienced this can't understand where when you love somebody and they're dealing with these very difficult issues, you try to be the one that can kind of like reach and help them through those issues. And I think what you realize when you come out the other end of it, that sometimes that's not your responsibility. And in fact, it's bad for both of you to try to do uh, that. Yeah. And that's the thing I would say consistently throughout this relationship is I can be your boyfriend or I can be your therapist, but I can't be both, you know, and you have to decide which one you want me to be because if you are it's one thing to be the boyfriend and and be trying to help someone out but when when they won't tell anyone else their problem or their problems and when they won't confront their problems and when you are the one that usually has to put your hand up and say hey this is what's going on again and again and again until they finally they finally say oh you're absolutely right I, I am doing that or I do do that that is a recurring thing for me then you can't also be expected to play the boyfriend role. You know, you have to, if you're going to do that, you have to step out into neutral zone in order to help that person. Did you find that your guys' worlds kind of became smaller and smaller and smaller as time went on? Like where you were kind of not as out in the world as you would have liked to be because you were dealing with the dynamic with each other? I didn't realize that until we broke up. And literally, one, you know, the first week, suddenly I was back by myself again. I was with my own thoughts and I realized, oh, I'm an extremely outgoing and, uh, you know, extroverted person. You know, I have my introversies for, for music purposes, but I'm a very, uh, a very outgoing person. I love being around people and whatnot. I didn't re- realize that I had... Uh, yeah, kind of hold myself up in order to be more in this person's world over the years and in our own world. 
the last song you gave me a little background on was Lost. That song ends with a chorus that was significant enough for you to mention earlier. Um, Mm -hmm. You want me to read it in my voice or do you want to read it in your voice? You could read it. And when we look down, we lost sight of town. We lost all All the the now. Yeah, so all the presence and the relationship was gone. So we were either thinking about past or future at that point and we couldn't be in the present moment with each other because there was just too much pain. And you have managed to be in touch with this person. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love her. That's she cool. loves me. We're amazing. It's it's very Jack and Meg White situation. Yeah. I think. I'm sure she would appreciate me saying that. Um, but it's just a respect thing. You go through so much with someone, you don't, you don't, unless, unless they really hurt you or you really hurt them, you don't just excommunicate them from your life. What a wild release on two levels. There you go. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're channeling everything that happened from this relationship, and she is physically going away. She went back to the East Coast? No, no, no. She's out here. She's uh, oh, San, San Rafael, yeah. Come on. Well, that was my thing, is that we both needed to get out of New York. It was driving us crazy. It was the closest to a, a, a mental breakdown I feel I've ever been, and, and that's, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't me having a mental breakdown, but it was, it was feeling, you, you know, you just get sick of being around 10,000 people on a consistent basis. So we both needed to be out of New York and uh, I had made that conscious decision halfway through this trip across country that I would keep the friendship alive enough and long enough to whereas I could get her situated out here and she could experience Northern California, you know? Because if if you've never been out here, coming from London, West London, if you've never experienced something like this, you know, rolling hills the ocean half an hour away, the city an hour away. I mean, if you haven't experienced that diversity of, of nature versus city life versus everything that Northern California has to offer, then, you know, you could live a life just experiencing Brooklyn, you know, just experiencing train rides every day. And not not that that's bad, but I feel like if you're an artist and you're having the troubles that she's having and you know of a place like this, get there. You know, and so the fact that I knew of a place like this, I just thought we both need to get there, whether we break up or not. Let's just get each other there and figure it out from there. Well, and, and I know that Tom, uh, when he was in his early twenties, uh, took a cross-country trip around this fine country yes. uh, in a was it a Volkswagen bus? No, no, it was a GMC handy van. Ooh. It was a great van, yeah. Trying <laughs> to find the perfect small town to live in. Named him Vince. Yeah, Vince. Vincent Van goes. And so you, how long? How long? <laughs> that's very clever, actually. <laughs> That's great. That's amazing. <laughs> that's crazy that after a hundred and some odd episodes, that's new information I didn't yeah, yeah. know. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> what did you learn about yourselves on that adventure, those adventures? Well, for me, is uh, I had no idea how much I preferred to be alone. That's exactly where I learned how to be mm. alone. It was uh, I became a hermit in that van. Uh, three years off and on, you'd be on the road for a while, and you come back, kind of be around people, and then you go back out on the road. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it just, uh, that's where I, cause coming from your high school years where you think you've got to be with the crew, where's everybody, what are we doing tonight? Mm-hmm. I don't want to miss a minute of it. Uh, but then when you're out on the road by yourself, uh, you get so used to that and you realize, wow, this is kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that's what I learned anyway, that I love being alone. I, I think, you know, a little of the same, um, because I remember, you know, the first three years in New York, it was, it was super lonely. I had no friends. Um, three to four years I had no friends and I, I remember it it hit 
even harder in a city like that because if you happen to be working a job where you're getting out on a Friday night and hit and getting the train home and you know you're just going to get home lay back and watch fucking South Park and jerk off and like you <laughs> are presented with a thousand people on your way home about to go out and have a great night with their friends and you can't you know you can't you so I think I learned like that change is absolute absolutely necessary be it the job you're in or the, the the place you live or something like that if you're not consistently provoking change in your life whether it be something as small as going home a different way after work or joining a, a new social uh, event or club or something like that or learning something new a different instrument a different pe- art something like that then you won't you won't attract those things into your life you know and i need new people in my life i need to meet new people and experience new things and so i think i learned that you know to consistently throw the cards up and change which you did initially by going there but you probably thought that you'll go there and that'll be all the growth you have to do yeah once you get there it'll be this i also like learned that like it doesn't need to be that big of a change in order to like get things going (laughs) this band also released a single in 2014 called annabelle's stairwell Mm. this is a, a fictional story about the person I was with. Oh. This is a, that during that period where I was trying to write metaphorically about these circumstances as opposed to hitting, hitting them head on. Okay. Annabelle, Annabelle Stairwell was written about this metaphorical uh, situation a girl was in where she was put in an insane asylum by her parents because they didn't understand her and she eventually found a stairwell on the top floor of this asylum where she could walk up every night into her, into her world and get lost in there and at the end of the music video she eventually gets completely lost there and the nurses can't find her and she just disappears into her world so um it was it was written about it was written during a time you could tell it was written during a time when i was really uh in love with that part of this person and the fact that she could just disappear into her own world and eventually was like all right fucking come on we need to like (laughs) make money and pay rent and and not that we weren't doing that but like you know i'm trying to i'm trying to do the hard thing and make money from my art and that's you know i'm not adverse to the idea that that's going to take some time and it's going to take some heartache and some tears and whatnot and she was in the place of just complaining about the fact that she couldn't make the money from her art and that's what that song eventually ended up being about what a wild influence this person has had on you yeah creatively yeah well uh, and and yeah. I say that w- as a compliment. I mean, some of these songs may come off to someone who doesn't know you as perhaps critical, but mm-hmm. they, they've made you create. I mean, sh- Definitely, her, her yeah. presence coincided with a lot of this band, right? I mean... Absolutely, yeah. And, I, I, you know, it's funny. I don't really realize it until now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really realize that until now, about, uh, how much. But no, I, I knew it. I just... Fuck, I haven't thought about that song in, in a minute. I mean, so yeah. Well, that's what we do here. Uh, <laughs> bring it all to the forefront. Thank you all for joining us tonight. It's yeah. been a good episode. Thank you. Thank I've you really so enjoyed much. it. And now, in just a moment, a performance by the band known as Silas Furamoy on the stage of the Phoenix Theater. Thanks again for joining us, Thank guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks for, having for having us. Having us.
Shop for 